Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey. And I'm Sonia, and welcome to Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Listen, we are so excited about this podcast and just being able to do life together with you all every week. Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about relationships, marriage, faith, family, entrepreneurship, personal development. Mm -hmm. Listen, you name it, we're going to be talking about it. And also, we want to let you know that this is a fun and a safe and an authentic environment for you to come and just grow together with us. Yes, so if you have any questions questions. or any input, um, you can always go to our website, which is www.joeyandsoniafoster.com. Listen, we look forward to offering any insight and even some advice to any of those anonymous questions that you send in. It's going to be amazing. Yes, it's going to be so fun. And thank you guys for being a part of our community. Make sure that you share and subscribe and tell all of your friends, all of your family about Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to episode two. We are so, so, so excited to be in your house, in your garage, while you're working out, on your way to work, wherever you're listening to us at. We're so excited to be in your life as we talk about love, life, and everything Everything in between. between. Yes. Listen, I'm excited about this episode, too. I want to, listen, guys. If you missed episode one, go back and and listen to episode one. But listen, episode two, we got to get right into it. I got something to get off my chest. I just got to be honest. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I got to get this off my chest. This is extremely important. Turn this up if you're in the car. Turn it all the way up if you're in the gym. Put the volume on 10, 100, or whatever. Here we go. We have a dilemma in the foster household. Trouble in paradise. (laughs) Okay. All right. It's trouble in paradise. What is that? The trouble is this. We, just like many other people and uh, a number of you all who are watching this, are addicted to Amazon. That's the first problem that we're having here. Absolutely. Amazon Prime has just taken over our lives. Amazon Prime has taken over our lives to the degree that they pretty much should be paying rent here. They should. I mean, they know my name when they call the gate. (laughs) They know you. Hey, Sonia, I'm I'm back. I'm back with uh, another order. So one time Amazon came and you sent me a message and said, hey, babes, there's a package outside. Could you get the package on your way home? Bring it in. Whatever, whatever. I'm like, cool in the gang. No problem. This ain't the issue, but this is going to get us to the issue. Anyway, I get home. I'm thinking, you know, a bag, maybe a couple small boxes or something. I get home. There's a 700 pound box. I'm trying. To, I'm like, you told me to just bring the package in as if it it's, was like it's a whole fire pit out there. She, my <laughs> wife has went on Amazon and purchased a whole oh fire pit, chairs, umbrella, absolutely packaged within this 700 pound box. Fire sh- rocks. Fire rocks. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know they sold this stuff on Amazon. I'm like, so I'm like, okay. So I pull up and I'm like, okay, so that's the box that she said. She didn't even want, you didn't even warn me. I I didn't, but I told you I couldn't get it. You did. (laughs) I thought maybe you were carrying other things or whatever. Uh, uh, I could not pick it up. She could not pick up the box was, I'm not exaggerating guys. This box was 700 pounds. And it took me at least two hours to get the box into the garage. And, but... I helped you put it together. You did help me put it together. Right. So I appreciate that. 
However, you could have gave a brother a heads up. Well, I told you I couldn't get it. That's <laughs> the most I could give you, man of God. Listen, fair, fair <laughs> or foul, for your wife to tell you that there's a box at the front door and not tell you that it's 700 pounds. Let me know, fair or foul. It wasn't 700 pounds. It was 630. <laughs> it was very heavy. I'm like, it was so heavy, guys. I was literally trying to flip it. But here's the thing, though. Okay, so let's get to the point. All right. Okay, you know, let's, just, get to let's, it. Not just let's get to on, it. Let's not just stick on what issue. I did. Okay? Yeah, that's, that's not it's stay not on what me. you did. <laughs> so here's, here's the real situation. Do you want to tell this story or you want me to tell it? Well, I got a situation little, where, yeah. where I'm telling you that there's okay. a package at the door. Okay. So it's kind of like late. And I was mm-hmm. like, babe, did you ever get the package um, from the door? So this is a separate trip separate where trip. Amazon comes, because they live right. here. Mm-hmm. So right, they, right. they just came back. Okay, go ahead. He's on his Amazon. Yeah. And they just tell me they're not <laughs> right, just right. let him in the gate. <laughs> right. I'm actually waiting on them right now, right. so I'm just watching yeah. my phone. So if you hear the bell ring, that's... It's Amazon. Okay. Amazon. Okay, so here's the thing. You was like, no, um, no, it was nothing out there. I said, you sure? Because they sent me. Mm-hmm. So you know how they send you the picture and, uh, you know, it's telling you that your package has been delivered. So I was like, you sure? Because they sent me the picture and everything. So I, I just glanced it and I saw that it was similar to my front door, <laughs> you know, because all the houses in the community is kind of similar. You mm-hmm. know, they keep some type of uniformity. They, they're similar. So mm-hmm. a lot of the front door areas are very similar. So turns, turns out it's not our front door. It's not. It's somebody in the community's front door, definitely, because yep. they have the same rocks coming up to the door. So mm-hmm. we know they're in the right community, not just in the at the right house. Mm-hmm. If I was preaching, I'd preach the point. Come on, you walked up I on the preach right preach there. I preaching because it's not a preaching podcast. <laughs> but there's a point right there. But there's a point. Put a pin in it, people. Um, <laughs> okay, so I walked right on up on that point. Okay, all right, we're serious. So it was not out there, but we did recognize that it was potential, potentially another door in the community. Dun, 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 dun. Now, this is where I come in, all right? This is where I'm, as you can hear, the tone of my voice is very flustered right now. I'm a bit frustrated with this. Okay, so anyway, we noticed, like like Sonia was saying, we noticed that the pack, the front door or the, the, the front patio, whatever it's called, is not ours. We're like, man, that's not ours. But as, past, as Sonia said, it's somebody's house in the community. It's somebody's it's, house. Oh, it's somebody's house. So what did I do? I took the kids. I said, kids, Kirsten, put on your shoes. Jace, Well, that was the next day, though, because we did say, well, maybe, you know, they will. Since yeah, yeah, you're it right. Is near, you're right. You know, yeah. it's a house somewhere around here. Right. And even maybe they went to Terrace, maybe they went to Ad yeah. Avenue. Yeah, they didn't East, go to the and right. And they didn't yeah. go to Street. Right. You know, they should have went to Street. Though. They should have went to Street. Right. They we don't went stay on Terrace. We don't right. stay on we Avenue. Stay on we, stay on street. Street. we stay on the Street. Yeah. But they did not go. Um, so I, we're thinking like whoever it is, they would know they, the, the address would be familiar on the right. package. Maybe they would find our house, and maybe they, they would drop it off themselves. Because that is what we would do. Right. And that's what we have done. And that is what we. I don't want to pat ourselves on the back. But I'll do it because pat, 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 pat. <laughs> because people have delivered boxes to our house. And what did we do? We went to these. We dropped. We've driven and all this stuff to people's house and gave them their package. Mm. Now, mm. our package is missing for a full day. We're giving people the benefit of the doubt because surely nobody's going to keep a package that doesn't belong to them. 
Not exactly. So now we get into the investigation. Done, done, done. I get the kids. Kids, put shoes on. Jace, put shoes on. Let's go. We're going, and we're going to walk around this community because I have a picture of what this front patio looks like. <laughs> and I'm going to every single house with my kids because I can't go by myself. You know, we're living in a crazy time. You know, that, see, that yeah, may seem that a little strange. Not. Right. So I'm going on everybody. A picture, picture this, me with two kids. I'm walking down uh, the street looking at people's patio. Here I am looking at the patio. And lo and behold, out of my investigative <laughs> duties, my youngest six, my youngest son, Jace, notices, hey, daddy, that looks like the picture. Now it's about to go down. It's going down. It's going down now. So now I see it. And then I say, oh. Give me the phone. I grab the phone from Kirsten, take a picture of it, send the phone, send the picture to, to Sonia because Sonia's not with us. And I said, I found the culprit, the person who has stolen our package. Mm. Now the question becomes, what do you do? When your neighbor. <laughs> when your neighbor. Has stolen <laughs> your package. Stolen your package. <laughs> so we, we sitting here and we're like, wow, I can't believe this because Suffice it to say, we knew for a fact that that was the one. So the package is not on their front step, though. So that means where the picture showed us that it was be on it, the, was, it would be right, on the front step. Right. Twenty four hours later, the package hours. is not there, not there, but it was there. It was. So where did it go? Where did Obviously, it go? we're thinking mm-hmm. allegedly. Okay, <laughs> just in case you're listening to this podcast. Okay, allegedly. Allegedly, they took it in their house. And allegedly, <laughs> they opened it. Allegedly, they opened it. Allegedly, they opened it mm-hmm. because it was a package from Amazon, and people are ordering all kind of expensive stuff from exactly. Amazon. So allegedly, allegedly, they opened it, and allegedly, mm-hmm. they said, "What is this crap?" <laughs> because it <laughs> because was not. It something. was sandbags. <laughs> right. Okay. How fitting, though. How fitting is it that what they stole was some empty sandbags? Empty, it didn't even have sand in it. It, <laughs> was the, it was the core of the sandbag to right. hold the sand. Yes. So they was like, ah, crap, this ain't nothing. <laughs> but here's the thing. They couldn't bring it to us with mm-hmm. the open package because that would mean y'all opened it first. Yes. And to see whether it's something worth giving back. Stealing. Allegedly. S- allegedly, they stole it. Allegedly. <laughs> so that's the situation in the foster household that somebody allegedly, allegedly stole a package and they allegedly opened it because they couldn't return it because they, what are you going to do with some sandbags? They found out maybe that they couldn't open it mm-hmm. or I should say Could maybe that it. they couldn't use it. And they are stuck now. And keeping here's it. the thing: they can't use it because they live directly beside us. Yes. And if they're using it on their patio furniture, holding down their oh, umbrella, my, 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 there my, my, is going to be a great shifting. How about in this community? There's going to be some if smoke in the city. Is what's going across that gate nope. and. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm going to get on the kids' trampoline, and I'm going to look across there every day just to make sure that they are not using no sandbags. Okay. All right. We just had to tell y'all that because that is a situation that my neighbor is not as neighborly as they perceive. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so I feel some kind of way about that. However, you know, we have done the return and all that stuff, and then we were able to get some new sandbags. Right, we Praise got new Lord. sandbags. Praise and the Lord. And our sandbags, we made sure that we were home mm-hmm. to receive that right. which Amazon is going to bring. Listen, guys, that situation brought a whole lot of questions and and some confusion and all of that stuff kind of what we kind of been talking about, you know, in these podcasts, we've been dealing with, you know, last week we talked a little bit about uh, if single um, singleness is not a disease. Mm-hmm. Today, we're going to talk about marriage is not a cure. Right. So if they were thieves before they got married. Guess what? Guess what? They are married thieves now. Yep. It didn't change. <laughs> married thieves. Married Hashtag thieves. married thieves. So here it is, guys. If you are married, lean in. If you are single and have aspirations to be married, lean in. If you are engaged, we want you to lean in. Um, we want to talk about marriage is not a cure because sometimes in the culture that we live in, it's almost seen as if the goal of life is mm-hmm. just to get married. To get In the church culture, I should say. Married. It's just get married. Doesn't matter... If they are the best pick for me, as long as they'll do, yeah. I say I'll do. <laughs> yeah, it's no, no, like seriously, it's it's like if I can just get married, yep. everything will be okay if I can just get married. I think it was Denzel Washington. I don't know whether he came up with it, but one time he was speaking of the destination addiction mm-hmm. to where basically um, the idea of happiness lies in your next place. So wow. it's in your next job, your next partner, mm-hmm. your next um, place, whatever the case is. And a lot of times our addiction is marriage. So des- our, our happiness does not start. We, we're thinking, oh, mm. life is horrible now, but our life is not, you know, I, I feel a little lonely or I feel void in my life, but it'll all change. You know, it'll all change once I get married. And we think that is the cure to our unhappiness. Oh my goodness. I think that's so good. You talk about this, the destination piece. We always think in terms of it's something else. The next thing. The next thing. I literally just got off of a, a call with a group of guys and we were talking about something similar. We was talking about this, this idolatry of Almost the destination mm-hmm. to where we sometimes forsake what's in front of us for we forsake what we literally said was we forsake the grind for the glory. What we see as glorious, that's all we really want. We think right. that's all we want. Right. But we forsake the journey towards it. Absolutely. There's 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 joy in the journey. Yeah. There's joy in the journey I was having. I, I was thinking how a lot of times us, especially Wives, this is what we do. We tr- with the kids, we try to create these memories, right? And so we're <laughs> thinking about the lifetime Christmas shows to where you're baking and you just in the kitchen with the kids and you're decorating the gingerbread houses and the Christmas cookies <laughs> yeah. and everybody's just smiling and the Christmas carols are in the background and the lights are flickering and everybody have on the red and the green and the white and the Christmas colors and we paint this picture of. Um, that is a distorted reality. So we're frustrated here. Let me tell you. And any wives ever been like, just our moms ever been just frustrated? Like, this is not 
coming out like I planned. The kids are wasting the batter on the floor. You have <laughs> icing on top of the, uh, you know, the refrigerator. Everything is just all out of place. One of them crying. They're fussing. They're not getting along. And he's like, stop it. I'm just trying to take a picture for Instagram <laughs> so we can look like a happy family. So get it together, people. Get it together. You know, so, right. so you know. Right. So in, in, at the end of the day, it's just really not a happy moment at that point because we're so frustrated with this distorted reality and the and the memories do not come off of this this um this perfectly planned perfected picture that we're trying to do in our lives but the, here's the thing the, the the great memories comes in the in the mistakes and in the failures and the things that wasn't planned it didn't go quite right. right and but most times we have this idea this picture and the idea is or the picture is what's messing us up yeah the picture is what's messing us up yeah and and I think that is so important this idea that we have this picture in our mind of what this thing should be. Yep. And not only do we have it in our mind, everybody is telling us that that's what it should be. Like you can go to any, you know, some in, in some churches and some people, they just tell you married, just get married, just get married. And then when you're married, when you're having kids, and then when you're having exactly. kids, have a kid. So when you're having another kid, right, what right. are y'all waiting on? And then if you had another kid, so when are you going to stop having kids? And then it was, so when are you guys, are you guys going to, you know, it's just always the mm-hmm. next thing, the next thing. And if you're not careful, you'll really get caught up in that cycle. And I really believe until we um, find happiness where we are or we give up on the idea of happiness of being somewhere else, it would never be where we are. Yeah. You know, wow. it would never be where we are if we do not give up on the idea of it being somewhere else. You have to embrace like, listen, I'm going to be happy today yes. and figure out how can I be happy today? Right. Yeah. No, that is God. That's so good. Um, we have to find joy in our journey. Mm-hmm. Our daily journey, you have to find joy and you can't allow somebody else to keep moving the go- the finish line for your life. That's good. That's what ends up happening. People say, like you say, they say, when do you get married? Okay, so now you get married. Well, when are you having kids? Like you, Okay, now you got kids. Well, what are the kids going to do? Are, are they going to be in this? And, and what do you... So people, if oh, you're not it's careful, time to buy that house. it's time to buy the house you know, now. It's, it's time, time to start that, you know, or whatever, time, yeah. whatever the thing is. And it's like people, if you allow people to keep moving the finish line for your life, you'll live an unfulfilled life. And we allow people to run a life that they're not living. Like, how destructive is that to allow someone to drive a car that they're not driving? They're driving from another car telling you what turns to make in your car. Like yeah. that. How destructive is that? Yeah. And that's why that's why we when we talk about marriage not being a cure, we're talking about marriage does not cure. Well, the depiction that we have of marriage does not cure what's happening with us mm-hmm. internally. Right. Yeah. So there are things that we have to work through that had that, that are outside of the marriage covenant without question. There's a place we have to get to. We're going to talk about it, but there's a place we have to get to internally that does not happen just because I bring somebody into my life. Yep. Just because I say I do, that does not make me whole. Oh, man. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, man. Just because I say I do, that does not make me healthy. Just because I say I do, that does not make me happy. Listen, listen, I if I have seen, I have talked to so many unsettled, unhappy people that are married. Mm -hmm. 
And a lot of times it has nothing to do with the marriage. Mm -hmm. It has everything to do with them. So to where they feel incomplete, they feel, um, I guess, unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. You know, they feel... um, you know, just like they're lacking something. They, they they feel like a void is there and they can't feel it and their spouse can't feel it. And that's why it's so important. And we often talk to couples about getting to a healthy place emotionally yeah. um, and spiritually mm-hmm. on your own. And remember, I remember a time we were doing a marriage this and we were doing marriage that. We were doing marriage conference. We were doing marriage mm-hmm. counseling. And we was like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Half of these problems are not with their marriages. Not marriage a problems. lot of these problems are not marriage problems. Yep. These are single problems. Like people have an issue with the individual growth, the individual health, the individual mindsets. And when you try to ignore that mm-hmm. and just get married and think, okay, that person is going to make me whole and that person is going to make me better and that person is just going to, I'm just going to be able to ignore all of that stuff because I'm married. Yeah. The thing is, it's like two broken people don't make a whole marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So it's imperative that we seek health and wholeness individually. Yeah. Because marriage is not going to cure it. It's I not, promise you, it's not. It's not. If you was a thief, like allegedly, like our allegedly. neighbors. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you get married, you are going to be a married thief. A post-married thief. If you was a pre-married thief, you'll be a post-married thief. (laughs) You know, if you, and and, and, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, you was just out there and you was just, um, you know, just dating everybody and just yep. going with everybody. I mean, you just nasty. You, just, mm-hmm. you you don't even care. But you say, you know what? I'm going to get married because, you know, I need to slow down yep. and all of that stuff. So you get married and then guess what? One person's not enough. Yep. And that's what a lot of guys are finding out. A lot of guys are finding out that they thought if I could just calm down because I'm out here in these streets, Pastor. I'm wilding. I'm wilding, Pastor. I'm wilding, pastor. I'm so wilding let me now. just settle down, find <laughs> me somebody, and we just settle down. So you find you a sister and, um, you know, y'all make y'all do what it do. Y'all get married, but you're still lustful. Mm-hmm. You still feel with it because you never addressed it. And so many women are being um, held hostage in a marriage because the man is not whole. Yeah. And and ladies, I'm giving away the game. Fellas, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Men use women to get over other women. Mm -hmm. That's the issue. So a man will break up. Some of y'all like, well, how are he in the world? He on Instagram with another female. They posing pictures like they've been together. Yeah, well, you you all in the back trying to heal. Like you're going to get grief counseling and all of this stuff. And you're like, he all out willy-nilly and all, right? Right. But men use women to get over other women. So a lot of times what's happening is men think that if I can just get another woman, that'll help me get over the hurt from that last situation, even if I inflicted it. It, I lost something, so there's grief there. So what happens is men, they, they try to get married. Sometimes they get married, but they never deal with what the issue was. And a lot of times the guys can get by with that because they are taught not to be emotional anyways. So they're not showing the emotional side of their brokenness mm. a lot of times. So whether that is um, pain, whether that is embarrassment, whether that is um, 
you know, hurt in different areas, a lot of times they don't express it anyways, yeah. so no one would never see it. Yeah. Because the only emotion they have is anger. But right. we know anger is a secondary emotion. Right. It only acts, it only reacts to a, a, a initial feeling. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, you're embarrassed. Now you're angry. Are you hurt? Now you're angry. You're disappointed. Now you're angry. Yeah. You know, that how it works. But most time, you know, they jump straight to the anger part. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, they got anger problems. They have anger issues. They need to go to anger management. You know, that guy. And so we kind of put guys in that, you know, in that box. But really, they are, a lot of them are so broken from past relationship, past pains, um, daddy issue, mommy issues. All kind of yeah. things, and but it it never really manifests itself openly because they're not even, I guess, encouraged to even show that side of them. So yeah. they get to, they get to get by with it. Yeah, and then a lot of times, ladies, um, w- ladies, you because a lot of here's what we've seen. We've seen to where sometimes women are so engulfed with the idea of holy matrimony. That they will even blind themselves. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we're sometimes what we've seen, we've seen women who are blaming men for things that they saw, red flags that they saw, but they turned an eye to it because they wanted to be married so bad. Because and and here's the thing, because a lot of women are so insecure, and we're we never address the insecurities of our minds or the insecurity of our lives. We we think because of the validation that marriage gives us, mm-hmm. because we've been raised, you know, we talked about that last, you know, on, the, on season, I mean, on episode one, how we've been raised to, to think that marriage is the crown that we get to validate mm-hmm. that we are great, that our mothers did an amazing job on us, mm-hmm. and we, you know, you know that, that is the validation mm-hmm. piece. So we think, like, okay, so if, if well, if I got married. Right. You know, I right. got the crown. Look, Daddy, I was married now. I was married now. I was married now. Yeah, but you still a drunk. <laughs> like, you still cussing everybody out. <laughs> and you still sleeping with somebody that ain't your husband. Like, like yeah. all of that stuff. But, but I was married now. So it's like we get to hide that with the crown of being crowned, mm. quote, unquote, of yeah. being married. Yeah. But we suffer with so many insecurities that... Um, that is a dangerous place. That's a dangerous place to be, and it's so unhealthy. Yeah. It's so unhealthy. That's why I always encourage any lady, and, and I'm continuously on a journey as well. You know, I'm not perfect. I, I know, you know, I know you think I'm perfect, babe. Yeah, you're perfect you know, to me. but <laughs> I'm Shoot. not. You know, but what I am is aware. You know, I am aware, and it's important that we are aware of the things that trigger us, aware of the places that is, may not be as healthy as we want it to be, aware of our, um, you know, just, 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 I guess, emotional state or emotional um, places that yeah. we are. It's so important that we are aware. If we are aware, then we, then we can address it. But if we just try to hide it with this idea of marriage, listen, we are going to be a horrible, horrible yeah. wife, a horrible mother, yeah. uh, and, and just unhappy. Yeah. It's, it's the idea of being, you know, sometimes we are, as it relates to marriage, we are emotionally intoxicated with the idea of marriage. We get emotionally intoxicated. And when you're emotionally intoxicated or intoxicated for that matter, your judgment is impaired. Mm -hmm. Right. So now it's more difficult for you to find that person 
to find that that one that red flags are not so glaring anymore because even what's over the red flag is this idea that I got to get married. I got to get married. Then my life will start once I get married. Listen to us. Marriage is not a cure. Marriage is not your medicine. There are things that has to be addressed or that should be, I should say, addressed pre-marriage. That's why we stress the importance of premarital counseling. Absolutely. If listen, if you're engaged in all that good stuff, that's why we stress premarital counseling. That's why we sit down with couples, premarital counseling, because there are things that we can, if we do this thing right, we can get to it pre-marriage. Right. So that the two individuals going into the marriage are going into it with a healthier view of themselves and each other, and that their expectations won't be off. We're gonna talk about that. Listen. It's a couple different types of, of marriages that we've seen, right? We've seen, we've seen this one, and I know you all have as well, married and miserable. Mm. Married and miserable. So we're, we're showing you that marriage is not a cure. Marriage is not a medicine. It's married and miserable. It's the individuals who are married, but it's almost like a contract more than it is a covenant. It's, it's almost like, you know, the, the, the relationship is kind of like the relationship between the bank and uh, in your house, like, <laughs> like as long as the contract is intact, we good, right? right? It's not, there's no, there's no, there's no real substance there other than the fact that, man, maybe we're together because, you know, financially it makes sense, man. Maybe we're together because, hey, we, man, we bust a move and we had kids together or whatever, whatever, and we just thought it'd be better for us just to, you know, just to be together at this point. Maybe, maybe we're together because we've been together. Maybe maybe our history is getting in the way of what our destiny could be. Yeah. Married and miserable. It's it's just this going through the motion of life. And we see so we sit down with couples and we see this all the time to where couples are literally going through life in a state of misery. They're, they 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 are taking kids to school. They are going to work every day. Um their 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 bedroom life is non-existent. Yeah. Um, their financial life can be there, so hit hit or miss. They're not communicating on the best the best possible way. They're married though. They got rings, but they're miserable. Absolutely. And when you're miserable, when when, when there's a couple. Um, you know, they are maybe or maybe not a couple out there is just kind of in that place right now. I will always advise, like, listen, first of all, first and foremost, kind of pan out. Of course, pray and take a look at yourself Yeah. to say, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? And I'm not talking about in an unhealthy way. If you're in a place to where, you know, they're just abusive and, you know, all of that crazy right. stuff, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, we don't promote that. Right. Uh, but however, if you're in a place to where, you know, you know, both of you, each other love, you know, you guys love each other and you guys want to make it work. I will always say what part of this, you know, what a part of this situation that I can make better? Mm. You know, is it is it the temperature in the room? Like like when when we get in the house, like what part of the do I play in the in the temperature? Like how, the feeling of the house. How much do I play? Do I make it cold? Do I make it frustrating? Mm. Do I, you know, do I make it just a horrible place to be, or do I make it a safe place? Do I make it a warm place? Yeah. Um, like things are things like that. Like what part 
am I playing in this movie? If you're watching a movie, like what what character are you in the movie? And a lot of times if we pan out and kind of look at ourselves, that's a good place to start yeah. instead of just starting to point at everybody else and, well, they this and they that and they this. And, and they may be everything right. that you're naming. We're not saying to negate that or ignore it. What I'm saying is just to be aware of the part that you're playing. Yeah, absolutely. So the married and miserable Peace is extremely important, guys. Uh, uh, then there's there's also there's married and miserable, and then there is married and mistaken. Married and mistaken. In other words, they came into the marriage with an expectation that is unrealistic. Marriage is one area where you have to lower your expectation. Here's what I mean by that. Sometimes we can fall in love with what we think our marriage is going to be. To the degree that is unhealthy for the person that's in the marriage with you. So if your depiction or my depiction of marriage is is out of whack with reality, every day y'all won't be able to just lay up. Somebody got to go to work. Somebody got to go to work. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what I mean? You got bills. You got kids. So there's a reality that sometimes we've seen people get come into marriage not prepared for the reality. They have a false expectation. Right. And, you know, even even the thing about, you know, a lot of guys think that their wives are going to be their mom. Like, no, she don't cook like your mom. No, she didn't grow up in the same era as your mom. You know, like it's... Is you know just false expectation. There's a cognitive dissonance between the reality and what really is. Yeah. And I think it's so so important that we're able to talk with people that has been in it mm-hmm. and are happy in it and happy, to, happy in it and just to, to let you know, give you us like an insight. Okay. Marriage is about you two, and you two are going to make up the marriage. Yep. You cannot create a marriage outside of who you are. Yeah, and, and watch this. We talk about um, married and mistaken. Sometimes we go into that, come into marriage without with the false expectation. Men, sometimes we come into marriage, especially brothers, don't leave me out here. Don't leave me out here by myself. We come into marriage after having run the streets with all of these different women. And then when we get with our wives, we get mad because she ain't Ron. I mean, Mary, Sue, uh, uh, Shanae, <laughs> Boontinka, Keisha, Beyonce, <laughs> Cardi B, like Megan the Style. You want her to be all of those things. That's the expectation you have right. since you have, in your mind, given up all right. of them. To validate the decision. To you validate know? the decision. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And nobody can, nobody, nobody can meet those expectations. You're looking for a really crazy person that has all those people inside yeah. of one. That's a crazy person. But look, that's what we do. We come into it with those, those mistaken expectations. Yeah. Ladies, here you go. You want a bishop of the church that love God. That look like Chris Brown, that rap like Lil Wayne. <laughs> you want them to have swag like this person, or, or, or you know, sing like Trey songs. Money like Jay Z. Money like Jay Z. <laughs> you want him to be at church on Sunday. Then you want him to be at the 
Chris Brown concert want on you to Friday. Be romantic like Russell Wilson. Right. You know, you know, <laughs> then I he wants you to, you want her to be rough like Jody <laughs> off Baby Boy. You want, you like, slap me, baby. Like, you know, like, he like, oh, what you, whoa, what you whoa, want? Whoa, what you, what you, do you want me to hold your hand or you want me to throw you in the room? You like both. Do it all. The expectation. Like, <laughs> throw me in the river. <laughs> throw me. Slap me. He like, yo, what's up? So it's like, we come in with these expectations, and we talking marriage. So, so single people, y'all peep in. Y'all had last week. We talking marriage. So, like I, again, the one of the main areas is in the bedroom. Men, particular. I don't know about the ladies. I'm not a lady. You speak to it. Men come into it with this thing of listen. She about to be okay. Listen. Right. She's been a <laughs> right, and we have this expectation that we put on. Our wives, because you've been watching porn since you was nine, and now all of this, Uh-oh. all of these years of this, now you get married. Now she has to be all of those. What kind of expectation you know, are we putting on? That's 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 so crazy. And, and I don't think, and I don't think, I think the women we, we kind of like lean on another side. I think we kind of fantasize the whole idea of 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 the marriage bedroom. We think it's gonna be roses and petals every night and the dark. Dark, dark dim lights with the candles and he Turn coming in smelling lights. you know smelling all like the you know watch it watch <laughs> it now listen we cut this podcast off you, hear me? you know and we kind of fantasize name. it and talk, I just want you to love me and I just want you to <laughs> caress me like slow down and it's like we don't have time it's already 12 o'clock I gotta go to work in the morning we gotta get these kids up girl take that shirt off we ain't got time to be to ruin with you What's wrong with you, girl? We're like, Quit wait, playing. wait, wait. Turn them off. You know, <laughs> it's not going to be like that all the time. There's right. nothing wrong with wanting that. Yeah. I love the whole setting romance scene. What you say? But however, this podcast under- is about to be over in three, <laughs> two. <laughs> but here it is. I know it's not going to be like that all the time. And again, you have to always assess who you are, like who you are as a couple. Who you are as a couple and then say, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to aim for. These are our goals. I'm not saying to be complacent and just settle with the state of where you guys are. Maybe you want your husband to be more of a romantic. Yep. There is nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. But be aware of who he is and then have the conversations. Pour, pour out your feelings to them, things that you like. He may not even know you like roses. Yeah. He may not even know you like the balloons and the candles and the spas in the you know the mm-hmm. hot bath he may not even know that you yep. know and at the end of the day most guys they was like oh you want that okay because at the end of the day they, are, <laughs> they, they just want to end well right <laughs> praise the lord <laughs> listen that is so good so we have to we have to divorce this idea coming into marriage uh mistakenly guys so there's married miserable married and mistaken and then there's married and making it work baby yeah, and that that is where we want to get. It's not making it work in the sense of just doing whatever, just to just do with what you have. No, we're talking about making it work, as in putting in the work to make marriage what you want it to be, yeah. and that can happen. That's going to require work, though. It ain't just gonna happen. You're not going. Let me let's debunk this idea that if you just find the one. That it's going to be okay. It's this, just going to be easy. It's just, just going to be just no work. It, like, what are you no, talking about? No, that's not real either. Listen, let me tell you something. My wife, my wife, this woman here, I will take 
several bullets in the head for her <laughs> without question, not even a thought. Absolutely, I absolutely. Love this woman, right? From the moment I laid eyes on her and she tried to, she called me arrogant and told me she didn't want to talk to me. She said she'll talk to me after six or seven months. I said, what? So, yeah, that was a whole nother story. And I waited and I said, listen. You absolutely waited. She told me she wasn't talking to somebody. She was going on the fast. I said, a fast? Girl, you better get over here talking to me. She said, no, I'm going on the fast. Listen, the day the fast was over, I called her and said, hey, yep. uh, you're fast over. You did. You talking to people now? Because I need to be the first one you, you're talking. So, so I just that's just to give you some backdrop. And, and ever since that day, she couldn't get rid of me and she never will. What I'm saying is, even with all of that, we still got to make it work. Yep. We still have to make it work. It's two different people, two different backgrounds, two different outlooks on marriage, two different experiences, two different upbringings, two different um, knowledge bases, two different ideas. Now we still have to make it work. And two people that are continuously growing. Absolutely. You know, we're not the same people that we were 15 years ago when we said, okay, we're going to start dating. (laughs) Right. We are totally different people. 15, 15 years ago? Yeah. You know, so we we are growing consistently every single day. So it's not about just making it work one time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like prayer. You just can't pray one time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to conti- con- consistently address yep. what it is that needs to be addressed and continuously building that relationship on and on and on and on. So it doesn't stop. It's a continuous a continual work, but it's a beautiful work. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a beautiful work. We're married, we're married and we're making it Yeah. Work and and that's the thing. That's the thing. When you talk about marriage is not a cure, marriage does not cure what an individual needs to address. Yep. Right. Now listen, listen for the church folk. I hear you out there. I love you. Listen, God will do what you can't, but He won't do what you won't. Mm-hmm. So there are things that we refuse to address in our singleness. And if we refuse to address them, they're not just going to get better. God is not going to automatically do something that you could do. Right. You could reach out for assistance. You can look out for a mentor. You can go and take uh, therapy course classes with with a with a Christian counselor. You can work through some of that some of that pain, some of that stuff that's lying dormant, some of the the areas of our heart that has grown numb because of things that have happened. Um, we can do these things, both men and women. And then when we do that. The person that we have to we when we do that, we become the person that the person we're looking for is looking for. Absolutely. So we have to become the person that the person we're looking for is looking for. Yep. And that person that you're looking for is striving to get to a, a better place emotionally. So we have to be that. Yep. The person that we're looking for is striving to be at a better place financially. So we have to be that. The person that we're looking for is striving to be at a better place in God. So guess what? We have to be that so that the person we're looking for even finds us attractive to people who are not perfect, but pursuing and they get together. And that is what holy matrimony is. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good question for the married couples would be, are you the spouse that your spouse wants? Mm. Are, are, are you being that spouse that you would want? Yeah. Basically, like, are you the spouse that you want? 
Yeah. That is a good question to always ask yourself. I know, and then sometimes it's kind of hard, you know, because you got maybe have kids and you're probably working and you probably, especially in the middle, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Things are different. You know, there has been a lot of adjustments that had to be made. We get it. We understand. It's the same thing over here in the foster household. We're not trying to glamorize this oh, thing. Yeah. What we sing is every day has to have intentionality. Yep. Every day has to have intentionality. Yep. Hey, what do we do today to make this work yep. today? Yep. Okay. I love that. I love that. The fact that we're asking ourselves what daily, what can we do today to make it work? We want to be married and making it work. Yep. Absolutely. You know, listen, guys, listen, singleness is not a disease. Marriage is not a cure. There's something that happens when two people get together who are not perfect, but pursuing God pursuing wholeness, pursuing health, pursuing happiness, something happens. We want to do this and extend an opportunity for every couple on this podcast. Listen, guys, why am I doing this? Because it is extremely important. We want you to go over to joeyandsoniafoster.com and drop us a line. Send us an email. If you are in a relationship, in a marriage relationship, and you are looking to have the marriage that you know God desires for you to have. We want you to reach out to us and we want to see how um, we can work something out so that we can be in a, re- a resource for you all. all Absolutely. Right? So do that, do that, do that. We have so much to talk about, guys. This season, I'm telling you, this season is going to be it's going to be special. We have to wrap it up right now. We're going to put a pin in it yes. until next episode. Absolutely. We want to see you next episode. So come back to us with Fostering Life with Joey and Sonya Foster as we talk about life, love, and everything in between.